This is show 58 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I am joined today by with Jade from the Cloth Diaper brand Crunchy Culture. This is an up-and-coming Cloth Diaper brand started in 2019, and I can't wait to share her story with you. Welcome to 2021. The Cloth Hyper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to sharing stories from Cloth Hyper brands, retailers, and parents around the world. I am so excited for 2021. Not only do I have some amazing brands, but I also have some amazing cloth diaper parents joining me to share their stories of cloth diapering, of brand development, and where they're at in the world. I had a lot of promises for December 2020, um, but then my family got COVID. And like that happens, it kind of takes you out. So I know I promised that I would republish an episode last week, and I did not. My apologies for that. Um, I might share that later this year when I kind of get my grounding. Um, when COVID came into my household, it was kind of just like a sit you down and take a break kind of movement. Um, I still have daily headaches and parenting is still really tough and I am excited for the return of our routine today and into the coming weeks. So today's episode, I reached out to Jade from Crunchy Cloth or Crunchy Culture. Jade is going to share the story of her brand. She is a new brand that's kind of popped up on the scene. I'm excited to see where she goes uh, and how that kind of looks this year for her. Today's episode of the Cloth Diaper Podcast is brought to you by my own book. Cloth Diapers, The Ultimate Guide to Textiles, Washing, and More is a beginner's handbook for cloth diaper parents. It's everything you need to know from snaps to elastics to the basics. It's the ultimate handbook for every beginner out there. Now, if you're a seasoned parent already, you'll probably know everything in my book. That's okay. The book wasn't written for you. It's written for all of you listening who are curious about cloth and don't know where to start. It's everything I've ever written about on the internet in one handy guide, in one thing that you can just order and have delivered to your doorstep, sit on your bedstand table and read. Wow, I tripped over all those words. If you're looking to pick up a copy of Cloth Diapers, the tech of Cloth Diapers, the ultimate guide to textiles, washing and more, you can find it on Amazon. The best way to find it is to search Cloth Diapers by Bailey Bowman. That's B-O-U-W-M-A-N. This episode with Jade was recorded back in November 2020. Here is the conversation that I had with her. All right, so I finished editing this podcast, and then I remembered, hey, I should let Jade know that this show is releasing and find out where she's at with her product launch. And so I thought I would pop in and let you know something before we even start our show. First of all, this show is a little bit all over the map. I may have asked Jade a whole bunch of different questions in an order which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So I apologize for the lack of story flow in this show. The second thing is... Crunchy Culture. I keep wanting to say Crunchy Cloth. Crunchy Culture was unable to launch in mid-December like Jade elaborates to or suggests during the show. However, the show coming out January 4th, 2020 is great timing as she is planning on making that all happen this week. So if you want to get a Crunchy Culture cloth diaper, if you want to stay in the loop, if you want to know what's happening next, Go find her on Facebook or Instagram or check out her website. Now, this is Crunchy Culture with two Ks, no Cs, 
Awesome. Enjoy the show. Well, um, I've been in the cloth community uh, for a little over seven years. And uh, yeah, I cloth diapered my second child and I now have my third baby and she's my third child, but my second in cloth. Um, And the whole time I've been in the community, I've seen that one thing that has been lacking is representation for black and brown families. Um, We don't have enough brown babies on diapers. We definitely don't have the representation that shows that we're here. And when somebody like me cloth diapers, people think it's really weird because they don't see people like me cloth diapering their babies, you know? Uh, So really what, what made me start this this summer was seeing black moms and black families Black parents in general ask companies to make diapers that represented their babies. Um, I've seen so many moms ask different companies to make a Black Lives Matter diaper or make a diaper with Black mermaids. You know, we see so many diapers with white mermaids and which is there's nothing wrong with that. But you have those diapers with just that representation or you have a diaper with both represented. But there are no diapers with just black mermaids, you know, and that matters. It does matter. So uh, I'm here and I'm making my voice. I'm trying to be loud and hear make my voice uh, heard to, 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 to bring what's missing. There's so much room for you. Sometimes if brands aren't listening, yeah, you gotta, you can just do it yourself, right? Exactly. So you are a mom of three. No way. You have a seven-year-old. You look amazing. I actually have a 14-year-old. No way, Jade. Okay. Yes. I'm on video with her and she looks incredible. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No way you have a teenager. So you've been cloth diapering for seven years. Why did you start cloth diapering? Where where did you even come into this this cloth diapering journey? I have always, my mom calls me her flower child. Um, I've always been the kind of green, (laughs) more healthy lifestyle type of person. And when I had my second child, I wanted something better. I didn't want the unnecessary chemicals on her bottom. Um, And I hated disposables. I hate the way they smell. (laughs) I hate the way they feel. (laughs) They do smell. Everything about this, um, (laughs) it's just something I didn't want to go through again, you know? Um, Yeah, so... That's what got me into it. And um, I didn't really know anyone who cloth diapered. I had a Facebook friend who did, and everybody thought it was weird. And then now they just, they just, oh, Jay cloth diapers, you know. It's no big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the last seven years, we've seen a lot of change in the cloth diaper, like people cloth diapering. Uh, I think even like my conversation with uh, Madge from Pooter's Diapers, and so she's been cloth diapering for a long time. And she, it felt like what you just said, like about people kind of being confused about cloth diapering. And then nowadays it's like, oh, it's just, it is kind of what people yeah. do a little bit more. Um, is there a big cloth diaper community where you are in Louisiana? No, no. <laughs> Not at all. And I've actually um, started turning people on to cloth diapering and trying to build that up, but not, not really. No. Um, Like we don't have any cloth diaper services or anything local. Um, Yeah. And back when I cloth diapered my, my seven-year-old, there was a boutique um, in downtown New Orleans that actually sold cloth diapers. And I bought a lot of mine from there, Um, but they no longer sell them. So I don't even think in Target, Target sold 
cloth diapers back then. And I, you can't find them in our Target. You can't find them in the boutiques. This weird shifts right now. Yeah. That's where we are with online boutiques. And here you are. So you have been, you've designed a diaper. What have you designed? What is it? What are you selling? A pocket, a cloth, a cover? Okay. So one of the things I've noticed is a lot of brands offer pockets in these super cute prints, Mm -hmm. but they don't offer covers from parents who like fitteds and flats, you know? So I'm doing pockets and covers and the same prints. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also offering flats now oh. and that I'm hand dyeing and doing, making myself. Um, and soon I want to offer fitteds as well. But in my prints, my representative, rep- representative prints will be in pockets and covers. Okay. So you've got, if you guys go to Crunchy Culture, you've got an Instagram and a Facebook and a regular website. You have a whole slew here of different prints and you focused on on Black Lives Matter print, Black Lives, Rooting for Black Lives. Did you design these yourself? What's the inspiration behind these prints? How did you come to this? Um, so the the ones that you that are on the site right now, um, I designed, I had, my sister-in-law actually is a graphic designer. Oh, how uh, so I had her help me with those, right, so perfect, right? Yeah. Um, so I purchased some and I had her help me with some of them, um, but they were really my idea. I'm like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And she's perfect at bringing them to life. And I also have some other uh, designs that I'm going to be putting out. After these come in, we'll do some more um, with Black Moms Breastfeeding, um, some African-inspired prints, and I'm really excited about them. But the ones that are on there, the like the, I'm rooting for everybody black, that is um, a quote from Issa Rae. And ever since I heard it, I loved it. You know, yes, we're rooting for everybody, but I'm rooting for everybody black. And I want that to be shown in crunchy culture. Okay, you're going to have to fill this white Canadian in. Who is Issa Rae that you just mentioned? Issa Rae Issa is Rae. an actress. She's a yeah, she's a black actress. Actress, and um, she was on a red carpet one night, um, oh. and she was asked, "So, who are you rooting for? Who do you want to win?" She said, "I'm rooting for everybody black." And so, you've done a pre-order. Your diapers are now in, or are they not in? Will they be in? When they're not in yet. They'll be in in December. Okay. Uh, they are in production right now. We had a hiccup with the production, but everything's fine now. So oh, I'm good. thankful for that. I saw yeah, you post about definitely. that and I was a little concerned for you. I was hoping things were going through. How have you feel your reception's been since starting up this year? Surprisingly, I feel the reception has been really awesome. Yeah, awesome. I, yeah. I did not expect, like the Facebook group, it, it grew to, I wanted it to be at 300 members before I opened the pre-order and it grew to that really quickly. Um, we've got a good amount of likes and follows on our Facebook yeah. group um, and our Facebook um, page. And it's been a pretty good reception. I've only had a few people ask about the prints and kind of question if that's okay. And I'm like, mm, yeah, these are, you know, these are good. These are representative. This is what we need. <laughs> but um, <laughs> everything's been pretty good so far. Awesome. Well, that's, that's like great to hear. I, not that I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes brands start up and then they're like, ah, oh, nobody knows I exist, but it is um, great to feel that reception. So are you cloth diapering a baby right now? I am. I have my um, little January. She's 15 months in cloth. Oh, and I love it. You have yes. a little toddler <laughs> underfoot. So you're really in the thick of it. So you've 
try these diapers then on your child. You're pretty happy with it. If people are listening and they're wondering, is this diaper going to work? It would work. Yes, definitely works. Not only that, but you asked why I started. This is another reason I started and I did not mention. My daughter has very chunky thighs. Oh, God, and yes. <laughs> I found that um, most pockets and most covers they irritate and bruise her little legs so it got to the point where i stopped using covers i stopped using pockets i was only using wool at night i would put her in a fitted or a um a flat during the day with no cover i would only use a cover or something if we were going out um until i started this and i got all my samples and things made the way I needed them to be made to fit those little legs, I couldn't use the diapers, you know? Yeah. And I have, I have 80 something diapers, pocket diapers that are boxed up and I'm actually ready to sell or something or give away <laughs> because she can't wear them. But I had the diapers made with rolled elastics specifically for little chubby thighs. Oh, that's great. All right. I, thighs are such a challenge when it comes to cloth diapering. And I, I feel like every thigh is a little different with every diaper too. Like there's definitely a little bit of a learning curve to try to find the right diaper. So you've taken your chubby baby and you've made sure that your elastics are not going to kill those little legs, right? Is that your baby on your page? Yes, that is Aww, my baby. She's so cute. I wondered whose little baby that was. Thank you. Yeah. She definitely has thighs. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, it's weird. They're just starting to slim down and you can see it in that picture, but they're still really big to say she's slimming down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To say she's slimming. And we do often see that happen, right? They do slim down, mm -hmm. but she's, she's not slimming down yet. Nothing wrong with that. Good thighs, right? Like, it'll get you. <laughs> I love all her little rolls. <laughs> Started some prints. You've got some excitement. What What were you before you were a cloth diaper parent? Or like before you started a cloth diaper, have you just been a stay-at-home mom or do you have a background in something else? Uh, stay-at-home mom and pretty much a career student. Oh, career student. <laughs> yeah. That is Basically. a life. I, I enjoy just, that myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and photographer. I. Okay. I have a photography business, so this is my second business. Um, oh, so you like dabble in all the little things to keep yourself busy as a mom. Yeah, and everything that I'm passionate about, really. So I love cloth diapers. So <laughs> this, was a, this was a logical next step, you know? Well, I was yeah. so excited to see, to see it come because when we were during Black, Black Lives Matter, the month, Black History Month, or Black, when that really exploded in June and people were talking about Black-owned cloth diaper companies, the list is very short. There's not, um, there's not a lot of cloth diaper companies to begin with, but like the blacklist is even shorter. I think there's you and Shy. You weren't even on the list because June wasn't. You were just starting, right? Um, Shy right. diapers. There's a couple of Copper Rose mm -hmm. diaper dogs. There's a few, but not a lot. Um, I am like stumbling over words because I never know what I'm supposed <laughs> to be saying. It's, it's good and it's awesome to bring it in. So what are your short and long-term goals? Where do you want to see crunchy culture go? W what are you hoping to get out of this experience of starting a cloth diaper brand? Do you have short and long-term goals? I do. Oh, okay. Um, short term. <laughs> if you ask me mine, I'd be like, mm, I'm not so sure, Jade. So <laughs> I forget that well, other people are planned. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I loosely plan because things don't always go how you want them to. And it's a little less disappointing if you're loosely planning things, you know. Um, 
So short term, I want to get these out, uh, get feedback. Uh, hopefully everyone loves them. If they don't, I'm completely open to feedback and critiquing of what can make the diapers better and what people want to see. Um, long term, I want to see these, I want to see them everywhere, you know, not just here in the States. I want to see them in Canada, which is, I actually have been working on that uh, with someone. I uh, want to see um, my husband's from the Bahamas and they don't really cloth diaper there. So I want to see them there. You know, uh, I also want to expand to offer green uh, household items. Um, comfortable baby clothes. Bit. Yeah. Um, I, I want, you know, just green in general. <laughs> That's the goal. Unpapered so towels and things, you know? Oh, yeah. So it'll be really exciting to see you when your product launches here in December, the reception um, and how the product works for other families. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's definitely. what you're waiting for. Is yes. it, it's been a long journey. Hey, so you started, you kind of started teasing us this summer and the pre-orders have taken, taken a few week, months now. Is that just the storyline of ordering and manufacturing? Well, uh, the pre-order was originally supposed to be um, shipped and arriving early December. And because we had the hiccup with the manufacturer, it'll now be mid to late December. So mm -hmm. just a little bit longer um, than what we originally expected. But I offered everyone uh, the option of refunds, you know, no problem, you know, but surprisingly, mm -hmm. everyone was really gracious and understanding. And I didn't have, I had one person who reached out to me for a refund and it's because, you know, she's like, I'm going to reorder, but I just need some funds right now. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really like, yeah, you asked how we were received. I, I really was surprised by the understanding uh, in the community, but um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, it, they'll be here in a few weeks. How has that process whole been with uh, manufacturing and communicating with manufacturing? Has it been a big learning curve? Was it easier, harder than you expected? Um, huge learning curve. It's nerve wracking. And when I I can't imagine doing it at all. So every time I see you mamas doing it, I'm like, you guys are amazing. I just, it stresses me out. It's a lot. Um, honestly, we, when we finally settled on a manufacturer and were ready to do our order, they went back on the deal. And I think it was because of the prints. And because up until that point, the prints that I'd shown them, they were fine with running those. Um, and then when I sent them my final prints with the Black Lives Matter, Room for Everybody Black and stuff, um, they went back on the deal. And so that that was crushing. And it made me re remember that to begin with, I didn't want to do a pre-order. Originally, I was just going to buy the diapers and... Um, and, and launch, you know, and I didn't want to disappoint people. And I felt that I was letting down those who put their faith in crunchy culture early on. And that's why I was so appreciative and surprised that people were so gracious and forgiving and understanding. And I was so, I'm thankful. I'm still thankful for it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's very, whew, it's, 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 it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So did you, know, you have to find a new manufacturer or did you just work out a new deal? We found a new manufacturer because I wasn't willing to compromise on the prints that I wanted. Um, 
I went into this to, to, to bring representation and I'm not going to have the manufacturer dictate what I'm allowed to uh, run and offer to people uh, who, who obviously wanted the prints, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a little surprising. Like, I mean, I guess Black Lives Matter is political, but it's not nudity. And, you know, I, it, or profanity. To some it's political, and then to others, it's it's not. You know, like yeah. for me, it's not a political thing. But for them, it is. I mean, clearly, uh, the new manufacturer, they're they're completely okay with it. Um, they were on board. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that means you, the first manufacturer, was never going to be the right choice for you. Clearly, like, clearly, they weren't the right. They weren't the right pick. If that was going to be the concern, have you had a test diaper in your hands? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I've had yep. so many test diapers in my hands. <laughs> I, and at this point in the game, I should know what the answer is because I've interviewed so many brands and they're always like, yeah, Bailey, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only pocket diapers and covers she pretty much wears right now are test diapers. Um, oh, cool. I make sure that she's... I, I've tried many, many test diapers, uh, but the <laughs> ones that will be here and going out to customers have been on her bottom like the test diapers have been on her bottom so many times and washed so many times because i cannot put a product out there that i don't know works you know oh yeah well that's always (laughs) the reassurance i mean we always hope that that's the answer and i always love hearing that that is the answer that you have tested these products especially for like a new brand launch that's why i'm always i mean I feel like I'm being pessimistic, but it's amazing to hear that so many people have supported you without even really seeing the product, uh, that they've just like put their faith in you um, and that pre-order. And that is just incredible. It's so beautiful. I completely agree with you on that. So people, what's in your name? That's the other question I have for you. What's Crunchy Culture? Help me uh, well, that was many, and many why names. the K's? Um, and why the K's? The K's? <laughs> It's just, I like how it looks. And it's really funny. My sister-in-law is actually the one who, I told you, she does graphic design. She came up with my logo and she pushed for the case. And I don't know, I love it with the logo, you know, my the cloud and it looks like a fro. It's just- She's right that seeds graphically would not have been as cute as case. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, it's just what it is. There's no, there's no like, my well, kid's name is Crunchy. <laughs> well, no, all my actually everyone in my house name starts with a J. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but um, no, there's the, I just I liked how it looked, but the name Crunchy Culture, you know, I I wanted to bring representation of my culture, my people into the Crunchy community, and because we're here, we're Crunchy, we're just not really seen. So that that's what the name is. Um, we're crunchy culture and we're this is our culture too all right so i gotta uh, my next question then is like from your perspective what's one thing that the cloth diaper community could do to help better support black lives black families um in this space i would say just representation we mm-hmm. should not have to ask repeatedly i've seen moms ask repeatedly for representation and honestly now that you know i'm starting my company i i'm gonna bring that and i'm like you know you want those prints let me know because the other brands aren't doing it they're not running the ones you're asking for mm-hmm. uh, when when we ask just represent give us the representation and not only that but brands some brands you don't see brown babies black and brown babies 
represented in their advertising. Not only are we not on the diapers, but they don't share the images with the black and brown babies. And it's not that they can't get them because there's a lot of families on Instagram and on Facebook posting pictures of their cute little brown babies in their diapers, but they're not being shared. Um, so it's, it's, brands just need to, brands don't even need to be asked. They just need to assume like, this is what we have to do. This is 2020. Exactly. We don't need to wait for the black and brown community to come to us. We just need to show up and support them and do it without even being asked. Yeah. And not only that, but don't just do it when it will financially benefit you. Um, like you said, you know, Black Lives Matter kind of boomed in what, June? That's when we started seeing some brands offer Black Lives Matter diapers or Black prints. I won't say the brand, but one brand who had never represented the Black community, never put a brown baby on their diaper, came out with a diaper, and that's when everything was going on, I'll say. Um, and it wasn't well received because they had never done it before. And it seemed as though it was only being done as a here, you know, mm-hmm. take this. And they were going to financially profit on the pain of black families in that time. You know, um, I don't think that it should only be done when there's polarization of black pain in the black in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just do it when another black man gets murdered in the streets and above America, do it year round, the same as you represent everybody else. So what has, uh, my, la- I've got one more question here on this conversation. So what has been your experience as a, as a black mother in the cloth diaper community? I do, um, feel welcome in some parts of the community. Okay. There's the bigger cloth groups and then you have uh, we have our own small break off black mom cloth diaper groups. Um, I actually have a very small one. Um, it's a private group of me and not even 40 women who have found this community with each other. We all cloth diaper our babies. Um, those are those are my favorite type of groups. So I also belong to a small group of like 60 women and we all cloth diapered our babies. My favorite group. So I think like before you keep going is that if anybody's listening and you don't feel like you have a community, like it's okay to make a small group. Like those are where sometimes the best relationships are. Like you don't need to have a group of 700, 7,000 women to feel like you have a community. You can literally like just find 25 of you and just be best friends. Exactly. Uh, Sometimes I think when I talk about this question of community and like, people think that they have to belong to the biggest group, but they don't like, so I love to hear that you belong to a private group of 40 of you, because to me that says that's empowerment. And that's like, that's comfort. That's where you're really going to find comfort for all of us, no matter how we identify. And that definitely it's safety. It's um, comfort. It's, it's this, that community is the reason I have like outside of, you know, family and friends, that is my favorite group. And I, I'm somewhat of a group hoarder. I'm in a lot of groups, but the only one I participate in is that small group. I'm in a lot of... Yeah, my my group of 60 of us, that's like, that's the only one I really participate in. Those girls are my girls. We've got five-year-olds now. Yeah, it's wonderful Those... for your babies to grow together, you know. Y'all are in the yeah. same stages around the same time. Um, so yeah. I found my community. Uh, I am in most of the cloth diaper groups. Um, 
I don't really participate much because they are too large. And then you have a lot of uh, some things just don't they're not understood across the board. Um, yeah. So I. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like even like even like as a white Canadian, I feel like I'm not always welcome either. Like those big groups, a uh, huge problem for yeah. everybody. I think, and I loved hearing that you have a small little group. Uh, I think that's kind of like a message that I've forgotten about. And watch your babies grow. Like, are are you guys now seven year olds? Uh, well, no. Uh, I this is actually a group that I created recently uh, this year, actually. But it's so weird that the community. Well, this community we have grown together so quickly. So no, all our babies are babies. Um, no, okay. Because I was like, my group, our kids are all entering kindergarten. And it's just like, for me, it's so bizarre that we've like, it's been five years. And it's like, wow, how are all these strangers on the internet still getting along five years later? Um, and that's the nice thing about small groups as well. Like, um, I don't, uh, listeners maybe have been in a group that has had a big dramatic blow up. And it's, um, it's never fun. No. But small groups, you'll have those drama moments, but a lot of times you can work through them a lot mm -hmm. better. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can find a lot of ways to be a lot more open and honest and have those really hard conversations. Yeah. This is definitely true. Um, I'm glad that you found like a safe and that you made a safe space for yourself that you felt welcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I want, that's what I'm, I'm all for creating what I need. Yes. And That's I love why Crunchy Culture came about. I created what I needed, you know? I love that. Um, and that's awesome. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about your brand, your business, your life story that I didn't touch on? Um, I really just want to say uh, Crunchy Culture is not just for black and brown families. We are for everyone. Uh, we just want to make sure that we bring representation to those who are missing in the community. So anybody can uh, shop with Crunchy Culture. Of course, everyone is welcome. Everyone is wanted. And I mean, your prints are adorable. These little, I don't know what to say. This little, this yellow diaper with these mamas on it. No. Okay, how about I pull it up for you? Because obviously I was like, she doesn't even have that many prints. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Oh, that, that's like an African kente type print. A what? I love What's it. What did um, you say? An African kente. Kente. Like a kente cloth. Oh. Kente. Um, I love it. Uh, the the black, the green, the red, the yellow. So the black, the, the green, the red, and the yellow, it's all representative of Africa and African diaspora. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so. I learn something new every I love day. It. Oh, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's such a, it's a um, soothing pattern. I feel like it's kind of like grounding. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I think so. So you designed that with your sister? No, I actually purchased oh. the print from a, a black artist, a black designer. Um, oh, cool! That's awesome. But I, I do love it. It was, yeah. So I've, I've I've tried to, you know, buy prints from other black and brown. Oh, I love that. Artists, uh, you yeah. should talk more about that. That is awesome. Like, it's so awesome. Art, like being people who are artists is such a weird way of making a living. And it's so awesome when you can support them in that way. Um, yeah. It was such a pleasure having the opportunity to chat with Jade from Crunchy Culture. 
If you want to find her on Facebook or Instagram, you can find her at Crunchy Culture. She also has a website, www.crunchyculture.com. I just popped in. I haven't seen anything changed. So I will touch base with Jay directly and share an update on my own Instagram as well as this blog post about where we're at, where she's at with her print releases and product launch. Thank you so much for joining this really important conversation about representation, her experience with Black Lives, and more. That's my child at the window telling me I need to go outside. Bye!